Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life. At the very end of August, August 30th to be exact, we observed National Grief Awareness Day. On this day, government agencies and organizations work to raise awareness about the impact of grief and provide resources for grieving people. At LifeBank, literally every day is Grief Awareness Day. In fact, that is the purpose and mission of the Bereavement Services Department. The number of resources we offer and the number of families we serve is truly mind-boggling, especially considering it is a very small department. I may sound like a broken record because I know I've said it before on this podcast, but our commitment to donor families and helping guide them through their grief journey has always been one of the things at LifeBank I am most proud of. Hi, you're listening to episode 132 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, kidney recipient and LifeBank staff member. If you're interested to learn about some of the services we offer donor families, I highly encourage you to visit our website, lifebanc.org, and click on the For Families tab. A drop-down will appear with some of the services we offer, including a brand new program called the Peer Grief Companion Program. On this episode, I'm so excited to learn about the Peer Grief Companion Program and how it helps donor families. Joining us is my good friend and colleague, Alyssa Berman, Manager of Bereavement Services Department. We also have Mary Berry, who is a donor wife, and Nicole Allen Banks, also a donor wife. Thank you all for joining me today and talking about the Peer Grief Companion Program. Alyssa, I'm going to start with you. Our Bereavement Services Department provides many, many services for our donor families. But this one is particularly interesting, I think, and I would love for you to tell us what is the Peer Grief Companion Program. The Peer Grief Companion Program was created to meet an increased need of the number of donor families who need services. And yet it became really clear to me that families reach out for about four different types of needs. One is a clinical need. And in that case, they have the opportunity to work with licensed counselor or social worker, myself or Dina Balk. Some people have a clinical need, but they want somebody in their area. And so we refer to a clinician in their area. Others want a support group and we offer many support groups during the year. But then there's another group of folks who would just like someone to talk to, maybe once a month, who just kind of get it. They're not on the other end of the phone to do counseling. They're there for a supportive conversation. And so 
What I've done is I've trained 22 donor families who range in loss uh, five years from their loss to 31 years out. And they've been trained to be these companions. They are trained to be present for the grief of our families, to just be able to listen, to bear witness to their experience without judgment to really have an understanding that the donor family is the expert in their grief and to know that their role is not to fix somebody, but to just be present for them. And they have an agreement between the two of them, how they want to connect. They get to decide, do we talk by phone, email, Zoom, get a cup of coffee? It's up to them. Oh, that's so interesting. So they're not necessarily counselors and they're not there to counsel. They're there to share experiences. They are. They've been trained, all of them, had to commit to a pretty serious training program where they first went through a webinar that they could take on their own time in the month of May, and then they had to take a test and pass it. The webinar was a introduction to grief, of which all of them, I was joking with them, should have been be able to pass since they all had to go through grief themselves. And then they had to commit to a second training via Zoom, live, 90 minutes. Then they had to commit to a third training in person here at LifeBank. And so they are all trained to really be supportive listeners and guides on the side, if you will, to our donor families. I love that. How cool for both partners, right? The companion and the donor family. I, I love it. I think it's phenomenal. How does a donor family go about signing up and getting a peer? So this was really an important piece actually of the training because I want to make sure that when I engage with the donor family and they're interested in this, that they answer a host of questions either online or over the phone that will enable me to know that they're suitable for a companion. And I say that because we have to make sure that the donor family needs someone who's being a support and a companion and not someone like myself who's a mental health professional. So they either can reach out to me at elissab at lifebank.org. They can also call me at 216-820-4940. And I will either give them the assessment to fill out online or ask them the questions over the phone. And these questions are basic questions about where they live, who's in their family, who is their support. And it asks also a basic mental health history. Most importantly, I am asking if these folks are feeling currently suicidal, if they are concerned that they will harm themselves. And do they have their basic needs met? If these are people who need assistance from me in those areas, I'm not going to give them to a peer grief companion. And so that piece of it is very, very important. And so once they express that desire to me, we go through the assessment and then I can make a clear decision on what's the best placement for them. That's phenomenal. I'm now going to turn it to our volunteers and peer grief companions, Mary and Nikki. At first, I would love for you to share a little bit about yourself 
And a little bit about your loved one who was an organ, eye, or tissue donor. Nikki, I'm going to start with you. Can you tell us about your husband, Sam? Oh, he was a phenomenal guy. He was not only my husband, but he was my best friend. He um, went through training for nursing. He was also a dialysis technician, big sports enthusiast, loved to go out and eat. So he was a big time foodie and just loved people. He loved people. And uh, I miss him. I miss him. 100% I do. Mm, I'm sure um, you do. We were married for 25 years and together for 32. He was my high school sweetheart and my prom date. That is awesome. Thank so you. In, you're welcome. In, in November, uh, it will be seven years he's been. What a big boss. Mary, I'm going to ask you a little bit about Leo. Leo and you go kind of far back yeah. with Life Bank. <laughs> yeah. it, it almost feels like we know Leo. Yeah, yeah. Leo passed away 31 years ago this September. And um, he was just a big goofball. He was a big kid and, and, and he died very young. So my children were very young. So it's just been, you know, going up with them. And, and I tell you, with calling through Life Bank and the different support groups and everything they've always offered during the years, you know, it's, it's getting easier. I mean, I had years where Alyssa can tell you <laughs> in support group meetings that we had, you get very emotional. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I can talk about them and there's, it's, it's just like, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We were married for a little over 14 years and it's hard now because you think about it and he's been gone more than we were married. So, and I only knew him for six months before we got married. So it was, it was a quick romance. <laughs> And four kids later, so. But when you know, you know, right? Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. And it was nice because of his age, we did talk about organ donation. And it was so important because my husband was African-American and his parents did not believe in organ donation. So it was nice that I knew what his choices were and I was allowed to do that. Um, Unfortunately, he was only able to donate cornea for research. But still, that's a gift that LifeBank didn't say, oh, she only gave a cornea. <laughs> that's nothing, you know. It was like a million dollar donation. So it's just, it's nice. And it's nice to know that he did get what his last wish was taken care of. So It, it absolutely is. Yes. My husband is a cornea recipient. So oh, okay. we thank you for that gift. Yes. Site. It's yes. so important. Yes. It's so, so, Most so important. Most definitely, yeah. I'm going to jump back over to you, Nikki. What made you say yes to the request to be a peer grief companion? And since you both work and it required a lot of training from what Alyssa explained, what inside you urged you to go forward with this program? Well, first of all, I was very honored that Alyssa asked me to be a a peer grief companion. And I just kind of feel like it's being a heart with ears. And helping someone that needs the help and that I have experience with. It was an honor for me. And I remember our last therapy session that we had with Alyssa, the spouses group. The question she asked was, what helped each of you during this process, during this therapy that you received? What helped you? And one lady said, Nikki Banks helped me. Yes. And I'm like, I don't know what I did. I don't know what she got from me, but evidently I gave off something that helped her. And so 
That really made me feel like this is a little calling for me. I can help others. Oh my gosh, how profound. I love it. I love it. (laughs) There's nothing better than knowing that you've been a help to somebody else. I really believe that. Really believe that. Okay, Mary. (laughs) Pretty close to the same things. It was just, it wasn't a question of saying yes. I Anything you guys called and said, hey, can you do that? It's a yes. It's just kind of, let me squeeze in my schedule. I just get so much from the different, you know, talking to people and hearing their stories. And when I first lost Leo, his family was not talking. They put pictures away. They didn't talk about it. They didn't talk about death. They didn't, my parents never talked about death. So it was hard because I'd go to work and I, I couldn't talk about him. I'd go to my home because I was living with his, my, my in-laws and I couldn't talk about him. And it's nice to have somebody know that they can talk about something. And even if they're mad at the person, I've talked to people before that were just angry at the person for dying and it's okay. You know, you, you got to deal with how you get through stuff. And it's just nice to know that somebody's going to listen and not say, oh my God, no. And I know nobody ever said that to me through Life Bank, and I want to be able to pass that on to have somebody know that they have a safe place and that it's, it's okay to be angry, it's okay to be happy, it's okay to be sad, it's okay to have the emotions one right after the other. You know, it's, it's happened before, so it's just nice to be able to give somebody that safety net. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Nikki, what do you hope to give being a peer grief companion, and what do you hope to receive? Well, my hope is to be able to help a person who is in need, whatever I can do to help them get through the pain of loss. Uh, And I hope to receive the satisfaction of um, helping them heal. Great, great answer. Great answer. (laughs) Thank you. I think there's nothing sadder than when somebody feels alone Uh in where they are. Yes. And they feel that they can't talk to anybody. So, Mary, what do you hope to give and what do you hope to receive by being part of this program? I hope I can give them that sense that they can say it. It's okay in that it's, it's, a, it's a safe place. Nobody's going to run out and say, oh, my God, you know, Betty Jones said this or, you know, whatever. I just I want them to know that it's just between them and me. And, you know, sometimes it's just you just want one person that you can say, hey, I miss them today, you know, and. and have them say, you know, okay, it's okay, you know, and then, and to let them know that, I mean, it's been 31 years and there's still times where it's day one, but then there's times where I'm like, oh my God, I did that. He would be proud, you know, so. Yeah. 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 So what would you say to somebody, Mary, who is interested in having a companion, but feeling just a little bit hesitant? Definitely make that move because you can always if you get into it, it's just not a right fix. There's no saying, oh my God, you can't get anybody else. So if it doesn't work with me, I'm okay with that. I'm okay because I know that they're going to find somebody that they're more comfortable with. You know, maybe we have religious differences that they, they can't get over. Maybe it's just a, you know, a matter of my husband was black. They're not, they don't like interracial couples. It's okay to say no to me. But try to go somebody else. You know, definitely. It would not hurt my feelings. And I'd be really happy that they knew that it wasn't a one-time deal. They can, they can keep going until they find a good fit. And if it's a good fit, I really am glad because then you've got a new friend. 
and you've got somebody who knows that if they just need somebody to listen to them just to just to get over that day they could call on you you'll be okay they'll be okay at the end oh, of the day. that's wonderful yeah. nikki how about for you oh i couldn't agree with her more i would just say you know we're created to love and be there for one another um people are our mission field we're, we're a community we're supposed to help other people. And I'm here for you. That's what I would say. Oh, my gosh. Alyssa, uh, before we wrap this up, I, I have to say you couldn't have picked two better representatives of this new Peer Grief Companion Program. These are wonderful women with large hearts who are willing to share and be there for people. So congratulations on that. And I'm sure everybody else in the group is very much like them. Is there anything that you want to add that I didn't ask? I just want people to know truly how well-trained everybody is in this program. They really spent a great deal of time in revisiting all aspects of grief. We had phenomenal conversation around the impact of faith and culture and ethnicity in both trainings that were incredibly powerful, and such a phenomenal representation of the communities we serve. And I have to say that I reached out to 65 people, and a third of them said yes to me. I think that's extraordinary. All donor families are amazing. And when we ask for more, they say yes again. And I am so humbled by their generosity of spirit and time. And it makes me want to continue to be the best I can for them as well. So I'm just extremely, extremely grateful for them. As I said earlier, I'm always, always so proud of the Bereavement Services Department and everything we do for families. It just warms my heart to know that these families who have suffered such a tragedy are not alone. And that Life Bank is here for them in many ways, in many ways. And the Peer Grief Companion Program is just one new way of doing that. So thank you for your time and thank you for your heartfelt thoughts and sharing your stories with our listeners. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you found today's episode informative and inspirational. You know, you can save lives simply by going to lifebanc.org and registering your donation decision. You can catch Let's Talk About Life on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, but you can always find it at lifebank.org. We thank you for listening and we hope you come back next time. And come on, let's talk about life. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at Take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at lifebank.org. Literally, someone's life is dependent on it.